surgeon is he? Bam, yeah, alive. Plastic surgeon. Okay. H- has he been seeing stuff? Oh, I just sent him both of the things you, that you sent me. Yeah. The, the articles. Yeah. Um, uh, you're more, uh, you're more than welcome to send him a link. I don't, I don't know if I have his number. You can see. I forward the email link? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, good morning, guys. Uh, we, I came on 10 minutes early today to talk about uh, two two people that I've uh, recently popped on my radar, the the unbelievably um, talented and crazy fit uh, Emily Rolfe. I haven't had the pleasure of having her on the show before. And uh, this guy, Nikki Rempel, uh, who is a, a CrossFit Games uh, Masters athlete. And I, I got to his site from uh, coming over from here. <laughs> Uh, and, and I, th- and I think I've pieced this together correctly. Now I'm starting to think that maybe I have something wrong. This, oh, let's see. Let's see. Right. Let's see. No, uh, right. Okay. So it is, his, he is, a, he is a competitor. He is a competitor. I don't know for sure if he was, um, I don't know for sure. Hey, Susan, what's up, brother? I don't know for sure if this guy was competing. Hey guys. But it does sound like he was at the CrossFit Games. This is what popped on my radar. Emily Rolf yesterday had a uh, or a couple of days ago had a uh two clots in her arm as far as I can tell and uh her arms started turning blue. They rushed her to the hospital. Then this happens where uh excuse me it's on that post Sevan where he's got his thumb up in the hospital bed in the comments. Here, yeah. okay. Oh, it is in the con. Okay, okay. It was uh, after the second workout. Okay, okay. So this guy's competing at the CrossFit Games, and he also has a. Uh, he has a event. What did you call it, Tom? A vascular event. A vascular event, and it sounds like basically he had a clot in his brain that caused him to have a stroke. Uh, Doctor Tom Siskron is uh, L one. Um, he is a uh, urologist. Uh, he's been on the show uh, a couple times, and uh, this morning I sent him these, and I was like, "Hey, could you come on for a few minutes?" And I just bombed you with some questions, and he said, "Sure." Um, I in the fifteen years, sixteen years I've been following the CrossFit Games, I've never ever heard of anyone. By the way, these are both Canadian athletes, and I presume that they to come into this country you have to be vaccinated, and so I assume that they both have been vaccinated. Uh, Emily actually made a post about the time she got vaccinated, so I believe her. I wasn't in the room when the doctor, you know, gave them the injections, but all all facts point to the fact that they are both vaccinated. And I and I also don't know what the um, I also don't know what the main uh, vaccine is uh, in Canada. I don't know which one they took. But basically, I've, uh, good morning, Ken. Um, I, I'm just tripping that uh, that this happened at the CrossFit Games twice when I've never seen it happen before, and I was curious to get yours and uh, Ken's thoughts on it. Yeah, I, it's. Uh, I would. I would love to know their vaccination status. You know how many they've been, how long it's been. But you know this. I, one of my main talking points through this whole thing is that being metabolically healthy and active is a way to protect yourself against. Um, these types of things, not only these types of things, but COVID, you know, through the COVID crisis is my main point is you don't have to, to worry about it if you stay healthy and eat right. And I've never heard of, to this point, any um, CrossFit athletes who are real athletes, not people who are unhealthy and then join a CrossFit gym and have an event or get COVID, but real athletes. These guys are at the CrossFit Games. They've been doing it a while. They're healthy. Um you know, by Greg Glassman's uh, tenants, you know, it, it, it CrossFit drives fitness um, and fitness over time is health. So they're healthy. Um, I haven't seen anybody die of COVID and number one, who's this fit. And, and number two, have we ever seen CrossFit athletes getting clotting events? Both of these are clotting events. Um, I'd like to see the data on that. It's, it's just a red flag. You, you, we can't just keep ignoring all of the, the little clues that something's going on here. Ken, do you have any uh, – thanks for joining us, Ken. Long time. Uh, do you have any thoughts? Uh, why is it that um, uh, 
exercise exacerbates this issue? Why are we seeing, I'm making the presupposition that it's something that has to do with the vaccine and then working out at high intensity. Do you have any thoughts on why it's happening to soccer players, basketball players, CrossFitters in the heat of the moment? You know, um, in the medical field, there's this, uh, kind of a, uh, a, an accumulation of, of problems that, that can predispose people for clots. And usually there's some sort of a, uh, traumatic event, um, whether that's even just, um, the, the vessel wall being damaged or, to some extent, or, or, um, you've heard of people having, uh, clots on planes where they're sitting still for long periods of time. And so venous stasis, so where the blood just kind of pools and sits, but I mean, we're talking about some elite people here. That's what's just bizarre. And I know we can't tie a and B and say that, you know, the vaccine caused, these 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 people's clots, but uh, as Tom said, I mean, just the it's just strange that we hear about um, the most inflammatory portion of the virus becomes the thing that your body reacts to for the vaccine for the vaccine. You know, it's what they chose to use for the vaccine, um, and now we have all of this uh, inflammation i.e. and then leading to clots and and uh, uh, vascular events so so as far as just just exercise in general you know i don't know i mean there's there's some dehydration component to it which could be part of the issue um that and when you are slightly dehydrated with with vigorous exercise as some of these people are doing on the soccer field crossfit uh, extreme crossfit then um that is going to make the blood inherently a little thicker just because it is dehydrated. We know that, you know, the vascular space becomes less hydrated. So, so there's uh, more blood cells per any unit you measure. Um, so it's kind of like sludge almost a little sl- more sludgy um, that can predispose to clotting too. But these people that, uh, and it sounds like uh, the little bit I know about, uh, was it Rolf? Uh, yep. Emily Rolf. That, that she, you know, that was an arterial clot, right, Tom? Did you read uh, that? It, it, it's appeared to be because her hand went appeared to blue. Be, yeah. She was cold and blue. I mean, that's, that's not yeah. a venous clot. That's not your typical clot in your leg that you hear about. That's an arterial yeah. and that's a to, big, big deal. Yeah. To your point. I mean, I, I know um, a, a young woman when she was 35, but now she was on, um, on birth control pills, which, you know, I don't know her status, but she was on birth control pills, which is known to exacerbate clotting disorders in young women. And she was, um, typically Venus, though, right? Uh, typically, typically Venus clots, correct? Um, well, this was an arterial. She was parasailing and it jerked her and her head whipped back and she got a little arterial uh, disruption of the intimal wall, yeah. um, in the vertebral artery and through a clot and had a, a, a stroke. Um, so, you know, your point to minor traumas being inciting events, that's true. And obviously, uh, Emily, when she's, I think she was doing the bike. I mean, that's a lot of shear forces on those arteries. So, you know, there are other explanations for this, but it, you know, in, in it, 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 it's gotta be somewhat, it's gotta be somewhat uh, poignant that let's say there, let's say there's 200 athletes at the CrossFit games and a hundred of them are vax and two of them have uh clotting events and it's just the vax ones. Now we're starting to get some data and it, it, I, I realize it's just a study, you know, of yeah. just those people. Um, very, but, very I, but I find it very, very, very odd. It's, it's worth investigation rather than the mainstream saying, oh, y'all are uh, conspiracy theorists, because doctors are good at recognizing patterns. And even as a urologist, I am recognizing patterns in the patients that I see. I, I had a, a 48-year-old woman in my office who had a blank stare, and her husband brought her because he thought she had a urinary tract infection. And... I was worried about her because she was not responding normally and sent her to the ER and she had had a stroke and she was like two or three weeks after her vaccine. Uh, I had a bet, a, a good friend from grade school, healthy exercising guy, 50 years old, died of a stroke after his vaccine. I mean, and these are, and how long have you been a physician? <sighs> Since 1997. 
So uh, 25 years and, 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 and these stick out to you now? Like, like what if I were to ask yeah. you, but this happens every year, Dr. Dr. Siskron. I, I don't, I would say, yes, it happens to certain people, but I'm seeing it more in people that it doesn't normally happen to like CrossFitters and right. people who have no other uh, history at all, who have these weird, I mean, the, right after the vaccines were started in what was it? Uh, 20, early 2021. Is that when they came out? I don't remember. Our hospital ran out of TPA, which is the therapeutic drug they give for clotting yeah. disorders. I yeah. Mean, I was, I was just getting ready to mention the wow, hospital ran out wow. of the anti-clotting drug right after they started these, these vaccines. And it's just well known that the spike protein in the disease COVID-19 causes clotting disorders. That's why people who get COVID have heart attacks and strokes. So you take that same spike protein and you load it into everybody on the planet and you say, oh, these clotting disorders aren't related to the vaccine. You know, it's just there, where there's smoke, there's at least something going on and it needs to be investigated by somebody who's not from the government and not from uh, Pfizer or Moderna. It needs uh, if to you, be evaluated. If you're an athlete out there and, and, and you've been um, vaccinated and you're concerned, um, is there any precautions they could take? Jeez, I, I don't I don't know. Just stay as healthy as you can if you've already been vaccinated. Um, I don't know. I don't know the data on how long the spike protein and those nanoparticles hang around. I've, I've read reports that they're being found months later in tissues that have been biopsied. So, you know, in your body is going to mount an inflammatory response to these things, to foreign objects and. You know, I don't know the data on that. I'm just a dumb urologist. I'm just noticing a pattern in the patients that I see and in things like this. All anecdotal, I will admit, but somebody's got to be looking into this and not just discounting it. Uh, do you agree, Ken, that this this is needs to be looked at? Two CrossFit athletes uh, both having clotting. This is this is weird. I, I agree, it's weird. I mean, when I saw the uh, the Emily Rolf post, I, I was just amazed. I mean, you know, somebody at the peak of the pinnacle of human fitness. Um, just spontaneously has an arterial clot that is bizarre by any standard. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think someone should look into it. Uh, I think we, you know, it's become such a political hot potato that, you know, now we're going to, we're going to take our tenfold hats off after the show, I guess. But uh, that that's how this is gone. Now it's all political. There's no medicine anymore being discussed as far as uh epidemiology and studies that people just want to automatically go political with this. And um, that's not, you know, and I don't think that's not what Tom and I are either one of us are saying is, you know, just look at this, just, you know, yes. Okay. The vaccine's out. Yes. Millions of people have had it. We're there. We're beyond the argument of whether to take it or not. People that are going to take it have already taken it. People that aren't, aren't, haven't, don't have it and probably never will. So let's now move forward and find out what, what this is. Uh, sounds, uh, wise final thought, both of these people, from what I can tell one uh, more explicitly than the other, um, says that they're so happy that they were in the United States when this happened. These are Canadians Mm -hmm. uh, Amazing because of the way our health system is set up. Can you vouch for that? That that, that, if if you're going to have an event like this, this is the place to be. I, I can. I mean, I can definitely say that. Um, now, is Emily, where is Emily? Is she Canadian? As Canadian well? also. Yeah. Okay. So both Canadians. And we have a good friend in our gym. Tom and I have a good friend who's a weightlifting coach who's Canadian. And he just echoes the same thing. He's like, you know, uh, he, he now lives here most of the time. And he says the similar type of thing as we've all heard, you know, um, you, you want to be in the U.S. if you've got serious medical problems or you want to get them looked at abruptly. I am not a fan of socialized medicine, but, uh, you know, and our system is broken, but um, I I have heard that for acute events in Canada, you know, emergencies is better than your chronic thing. Like if you tore your ACL, you may wait a long time for your knee surgery, but for acute things, it's better. Uh, I, I can't speak to that, but that's what I've heard. But I do know like the guy in our gym who say that it's better if you get sick to be here, but. I don't have any firsthand knowledge of that. Okay. Thank you guys for coming on. Uh, Everyone, thank you for being patient. I think this is an important topic. I really hope that since we've seen two events, that doesn't mean that there's five just ticking, waiting to happen. That we may either find out or not. And and more may have happened, and we just don't know also, by the way. Sorry, go ahead. Can I I add one last thing? You know, that that, uh, 
the insurance data, and I have not verified this, but I read and I believe I forwarded it to you, an insurance CEO saying that they're noticing a significant increase in all-cause mortalities in younger age groups. That's absolutely not normal. And if anybody's going to figure it out, it's going to be the actuaries and the insurance companies who are going to <laughs> yeah. say, look, all these young people are dying of weird things now. What's going on? So maybe yeah, that's, that's a scary that's just when insurance people start talking because I yeah. know that they are the real yeah. scientists. Uh, right. I, well, it's scary. I saw that article. It that is terrifying, especially yeah. if you're between the age of eighteen and forty-four. That may be where we need to eventually get the answers is from the insurance companies and their real-world data on who's yeah. dying and of what and who's yeah. having clots. I mean, right. now Emily Rolfe is going to be in a database somewhere as a how old she is person with a clot in her arm. How does that compare to ten years ago? You know, so. That's where maybe the things are going to get ironed out. Go ahead, Ken. Go ahead, Ken. Before I, I was just going to say, it's it's terrible that uh, in that you know this twenty twenty two the bean counters or the insurance companies are going to drag us to maybe the truth about this whole situation. Yeah. Well, hopefully someone will. Guys, thanks for coming on. Right. Um, thanks, I Ron. still don't uh, forget the last time we worked out together at CrossFit HQ, and you guys <laughs> both beat me, and I resent you both for yeah. that. Look forward to another. Now, now leave. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Hi. What's up? Oh, oh sorry. We oh. both tried to do that. Always one shirtless man. Thank you for taking it for the team today, JR. Hey, JR, is it hot as shit where you're at? Is that why you're shirtless? You worked out. Can't hear. You're on mute. mute. I bet his truck smells like Badussi. <laughs> no, I just, <laughs> I just... I just got done coaching and I'm soaking wet. Awesome. Uh, we are... Uh, 54 minutes away from starting the swim event. I spoke to a couple of the testers that shall not be named, and they said it's hard as shit. Who? who? I can't tell you. I can tell you off the air. Get, is, my mic, is my mic loud get enough? Some. <laughs> uh, they said it's extremely, extremely, extremely hard, and it makes me wonder that maybe we were not uh, – I mean, I, I know we said it's hard, but maybe uh, you and uh, Lazar Jukic sounded a bit cavalier – yesterday uh, in your assessment that uh, a, a large chunk of the pack will make it to the um seven and eight the, the free rounds we'll see i think the i think lazar only said i think lazar only said 10 to 15 yeah he said 10 and i said 10 maybe a little more than that i it's easy to look at a workout and be cavalier about it that's correct i do think there's a huge distinction for the people that know how to swim and are efficient in the water it's not going to be challenging to get around seven and eight for the people who don't have thousands of hours in the pool it's going to be extremely difficult. But I think that's, <laughs> everyone, everyone, everyone. Is making it. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Lazar, this, is, this is not a communist country. Everyone doesn't make it. Only, only the strong survive here. Uh, uh, so what happens is, is they're going to get, they're going to have the massive adrenaline pump. At the, they're going to jump in the water. They're going to swim the 50 yards. They're going to get out. And then they're going to pull the erg. I wonder how many people are going to choke on chlorine. And, and that's going to exacerbate problems, right? In terms of uh, j in terms of just your comfortability, right? You're in the third round, and and your breathing pattern gets out of whack because you want to go faster, and you take down a chunk of water. There's going to be some some mouthfuls for sure. Uh, everyone freestyle. Yeah, yeah. We won't, see any, we won't see anyone like turn on their back. Backstroke. backstroke. <laughs> 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 if someone backstrokes, I'll fucking. Well, I'd say shave my head, but I can't really do that. It's already shaved. Matthew Souza, uh, great shot. Are you in front of the venue? What What are we um uh What are we looking at? Yeah, I've made it just in time. Uh, the athletes are going to come right in front of my camera right now. They just arrived on scene for the pool. Okay, can you get closer to them so we can ogle them? Yeah, yeah. I've already so gotten uh, a little heads up here by this guy, so we'll see how close we get before he tackles me. So these are the men and women individuals, and they're, they've all been brought – I guess they probably met at the venue, and they've all been brought out? I would assume that's the case, yeah. And they're trying to keep it tight, so they're going to take them right through here, just got dropped off by this bus, and they're going to roll right into that door you guys can see a little bit further back, assuming there's no uh, medical incidents on the way. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh I heard we've heard this morning that the uh, ergs went down during the team event. Is there? Uh, how do they? How do they fix that? So we're in the middle of a workout and the erg stops working. 
How did I, they know, I, heard, I had heard they just they have some other ones on standby and they just roll it out and roll it back in on events. I'm not sure how they reconcile it after the fact, but I, I heard that they had a couple of that they just swap out real quickly. Okay. Is that the, the young lady right in front of you with the camera? Is that Mariah Moore? That is. And she is pointing that camera at Miss uh, Tia Terakumi, which is just right there. In front of me here is uh, Ben Smith as well. So it's coaches and athletes in this, uh, in this mix. Awesome. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Mariah Moore has been involved in pretty much every single documentary that's come out of uh, CrossFit HQ, including the most recent one, which she basically single-handedly made. I have not seen it yet, but she is probably one of the most creative, hardest-working people that I've ever worked with. Um, and I've worked out with her probably 100 times in the gym, too, and never beat her. That girl right there with the white fanny pack. But she's getting old. I could probably, maybe I could beat her now. Uh, is that Bosman giving the briefing? No, I think this isn't the. This is not the event briefing. It's just talking about the way that they're going to move into the pool and then where they're going to go. Do you see um, uh, Madeiras in the group? I do not, but I did run into his uh, dad earlier and wished him a happy birthday from uh, the podcast. Awesome. Oh, what is going on tomorrow? Is there a gathering uh, tonight? It's, it's tonight. It's a party at the trailer park, maybe. And, and is, right. that, is that a Diablo CrossFit um, party? What's going on there? Yeah, basically they call it a, a affiliate OG gathering. So there's been a couple of them of us that have been uh, invited through there, and I think they're kind of opening it up. But um, yeah, it'll be at the RV park. Greasy mullets everywhere. <laughs> That's right. I'm just watching. Wow. Yeah, this is. Uh... Brooke Wells. Really... What's up, brother? Chris, is that Christoph? Yep, there's Christoph. Yes, that is Christoph. Right. Our favorite Miss Ariel Long. Wow. Yeah. Cool. That didn't look like enough athletes. That didn't look like 80 athletes. Not, not just the women, just the women. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, and so Christoph's there with uh, um, yeah, uh, Gabriella Magawa. That's right. Okay. And is, is, is the other bus there with the dudes, or do they come later? I don't see it. We have these three buses here, uh, but they're all empty. Women come out of this one right here. And okay. that one's been here since I got here. So uh, unless they're keeping them in there. Although if there's AC in there, it's probably much cooler inside that bus than it is already here. It is 10 a.m. and we are at 81 degrees already. A, a shitty 81 too? Muggy? Yeah, sticky. I wonder if when you go in there, when that place is full, if it's going to be like, you know, like when you're in the shower and it's so hot and you got to open the door and like take a little breath of fresh, clean air. I wonder if it's going to be like that inside that pool center. Have you been in a lot of pool centers, Taylor? What's it going to be like in there? It's muggy. Uh, like, pool, like Bedussi, like Bedussi. Yeah, it's, but I hate it. So my sister dove collegiately for Clemson and growing yeah. up, I would yeah. travel to pools and I just remember thinking, fuck this. One, it's just, boring as shit to watch diving. Sorry for all you divers out there. Uh, and just, yeah, steamy, disgusting. But then you get in a cold pool and you're good to go. So they'll be all right. Um, I think earlier today, uh, maybe 4 a.m. my time, uh, JR sent me a text with another workout. Uh, the first thing I thought is, oh, my God, someone hates Colton Mertens. Yeah, um, is, a- that, is that workout number eight? Is that later on today? Yes, it's yes. the next. No, that's workout nine. Oh, and, th- and that's later on today. Can we pull? Uh, oh, good right. morning, Caleb. Good morning, Brandstetter. Um, could we pull that workout up? The the workout that's the uh, yeah, it's event nine. Wall ball and something else. Yep, wall ball dumbbell snatch sprint style. Okay, so this workout will be today at uh, eleven a.m. Central Time. Correct. Uh, no, this is, yeah. So what's going on now is, can you scroll up a little bit, Caleb? See what the event before that is or will. Oh, the hat trick. Yeah. What's up? What's above hat trick? Just real quick. Um, rinse and repeat then hat trick. Okay. So rinse and repeat is what's going to happen in uh 45 minutes, 46 minutes. Okay. So this is okay. event rinse and repeats event eight hat tricks event nine. Got it. 
so 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 explain this to me. I don't I don't. How is this workout going to be scored? For everyone who doesn't know, or can't see the t- uh, the screen. It's three rounds for time. It's called hat trick. It's sprint, obviously. Twenty wall ball shots. Um, six dumbbell snatches. Rest four minutes. It's a fourteen uh, pound ball for the women to an eleven foot target, and for the men, it's to a twelve foot target, twenty pound ball, and uh, seventy pounds and one hundred pounds. Jr. Uh, how is this thing scored? Yeah, so similar to, um, I would say the closest thing you could think about is the workout you did against Miss uh, Kerstetter, the snatch ladder, where yeah. you had a, you had a certain amount of work to complete, and then you had a mandatory one minute rest, right? And then you did it again, and then you rested a minute again, and did it again. That's the way this reads. So they're going to do three rounds for total time for cumulative time with a mandatory rest of four minutes between rounds. Knowing that, so, so they believe that no one will finish this. So you just add up your total reps. No, they will the finish. They will finish. It's for total time. So oh, three, total time. Go, okay. Athletes sprint to the wall ball. We're assuming this is going to take place on the North Park. They'll sprint to their wall ball target. Uh, so a long, long run, quote unquote, maybe 100 meters, 50 meters to 100 meters. They'll pick their wall ball up. They'll do 20 wall ball shots, advance their dumbbell finish with six dumbbell snatches and it does not specify a squat but i think it would be pretty it is cool it work. is it is squat oh that's fucking awesome beautiful six dumbbell squat snatches and then rest Do you have to change hands do you have to change hands alternating yep alternating hands so it'll be three two one go sprint 20 wall ball shots six dumbbell squat snatches as soon as you finish your six dumbbell squat snatch advance to the finish line or they'll call time hit the stopwatch and then you rest four minutes um, it, and, be, and if you finish the thing in a minute, let's say hypothetically, you get five minutes rest. Yes. So okay. every six minutes, they'll begin a new round. Three, two, one, go zero. They start around at the six minute mark. They'll start around. Then at the 12 minute mark, they'll start around. Athletes score will be rounds one, two, and three. However long it took the athletes added together. So if it took an athlete a minute 30 each round, their score is four and a half minutes. Uh, can anyone do this, uh, come out and do this in sub, sub one minute? Ooh. It depends on how long the run is, to be honest. 20 wall shots and six snatches? Sure. What do you mean run? That, what do you mean run? It's that if they're willing to go touch and go on the snatches. Yeah, I think athletes will go touch and go on the snatches. Uh, it starts with a sprint, Sevon. So their starting the line is... Oh, yeah. I thought that's an order. I thought no. that was a descriptive... <laughs> I'm such no. a knucklehead. I thought that was like they're telling you, hey, you got to do this fast. No, I think they're going to sprint. It, to me, it would make sense for them to sprint to the starting line. Yeah, field sprint. Okay, and does that mean there? It makes you think that there will be some. Oh, and then and then as soon as you put the dumbbell down, you'll probably have to take a few steps to cross for your chip to cross over some marker, right? Yes. Oh, uh, why not put the sprint at the end so we can see that? I think the sprint to start is a little better. I don't. What do you think, Jr.? Yeah, they're just trying to make the squats a little bit harder for both movements by sprinting into it. Well, if you do a sprint from the from the round before, it'll it'll give you the same effect. You know what I'm saying? Joe, this is, this is something really cool programming wise to see the <clears throat> redundancy of consecutive movements only done a couple times in CrossFit games history with the dumb, with the um, hang squat snatch and wall ball workout mm-hmm. from the really early years. And then in chaos, when they went from the dumbbell overhead squat to the pistols, that's the only two other times I can think about back to back squatting movements in the same workout at the CrossFit games. What, why would it, uh, but they're not squatting in this next workout. What do you mean back to back? They are. It's, it's a wall ball and a dumbbell squat snatch. No, I mean, no. I mean this one that they're about to do the skier swim. He's talking right. about within I, the same, I'm oh, within the same consecutive event movements, okay. consecutive movements in the same workout. Yeah. And, and, what, and, was if, the, uh, and what was and the if, other uh, one? Chaos which is when they didn't know what the workout was until they were on the field. They had to do dumbbell overhead squats and pistols back-to-back. And then I think from 2008 nine. or nine, 2009, they did uh, – actually, I believe it – was it three rounds, Taylor, or five they, rounds? They changed workout? it to three rounds because it was so fucking terrible of 30 hang squat snatches and 30 wall balls. Which would be awesome to ask Boz, is that where he got the – like? Is that where he kind of <laughs> took this format from? Um, some of remind, the early years. Will you remind me so I can ask him that tonight? 
Yeah, we will. And it was 75 pound hang snatch for the guys, 55 for the ladies. So super light and a 20 pound. And they had to go below the, and they had to go below the knee, below the which knee. was odd too. It was a low hang. Well, just to standardize it for everyone. I thought that was a fucking cool standard below yeah. the knee. Disgusting. Yeah, and for everyone that's like for everyone that's really following along with the programming that geeks out on stuff, you have to think back to what we've seen so far this year and how this could have not maybe been predicted but been almost expected from the athletes and their coaches. In quarterfinals was the first time that they made the females go to a 10-foot yep. with a 14-pound ball in competition. So that's a higher target. What happened in the age group online qualifiers? They did death by wall balls to an to an 11-foot uh, target. And now what are we seeing? We're seeing a 12-foot and 11-foot target. So there are themes and there are things that you need to pay attention to throughout the year. Look at this main site workout, guys. You have to pay attention. The main site program, 12 and 11 foot wall balls on this day, this year. I'm not saying that I know Sevon doesn't think that Boz and the guy that, that program main site are kind of in cahoots and are well, talking. fucking that up now. And, and but, the other but, night I saw them, sorry to interrupt you, the other night when I had Boz on and he was at the Capitol building, he was with yeah. the fucking main programmer at CrossFit.com. You just gotta. And you, I never, gotta, I never see them together. <laughs> You got to 11 o'clock at night at the stairs of the Capitol. Go ahead. You just got to pay attention to trends. You got to look at things like, like, like weighted pull-ups coming up, you know, six times in the last six months. And you know, the, these, these taller wall ball targets, like you just have to keep your eye on things like this. Yeah. Well, well, you're, you're nailing it. And, uh, and all the evidence points to that. You're correct uh, about that, even though I would have never, I never knew. Godprograms.com workouts, JT Wildcat. God. I, just, I cannot even believe I saw them together down there, especially at that time <laughs> of night. It was so weird. Uh, Jody Lynn, thank you. This is incredible. Uh, thank you so, so much. You've always been such a great supporter of the show. Thank you. And uh, yeah, it was really cool for the doctors to come on. Cross, both hardcore CrossFitting doctors. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read a name to you, and you tell me if this is gonna be a problem for this guy. You guys ready? This hundred pound dumbbell. Ricky Garrard. No. Jay. I, I, I mechanically, it really requires you to have good shoulder positioning. Mm. And Taylor has alluded to the fact that he has really, really mobile ankles, which usually causes his knees to track way forward and not sit back on his heels when he squats. So there is a possibility that like pistols and like dumbbell overhead squats, the ability to track the knees really far forward prevents the hip crease from going below the top of the knee. And that could come into play. Uh, and, and we have these kind of maybe from a layman's eye, like mine, uh, two contradictory data points. We have this uh, can jerk a shit ton of weight under a ton of, uh, a met, uh, you know, a super high heart rate, but for some reason can't do handstand pushups. Mm. And so this is, this is another mm-hmm. shoulder to overhead do those play a factor in, in Taylor and you wondering whether he's going to be good at this or not? I don't think he's going to be, I don't think he's going to be bad enough to take a big hit on it. Um, no failed reps for Ricky. Well, here's the thing. Intensity, intensity drives failure. So we'll see the speed at which these guys are going. Could definitely see some failed reps, but I think a lot of people will have some failed reps. Um, I think the person to watch and unfortunately, it's going to be in a really early heat and won't be terribly exciting is going to be Guy because he will move through this workout with a lot of elegance, athleticism um, and speed. Uh, another guy um, <clears throat> that I think is, uh, is is unfortunately not going to do well at this. I hope Ricky does well, but is Yanikasi. Could this bury him? I don't think it buries him, but I also don't see him uh, pulling the 100 pound dumbbell with a lot of confidence. Right. Um, Pat's another person I'm a little worried about on this workout. I'll scroll down through the names here. Who uh, day should smash this and Dallin pepper. Dallin pepper will do really good. Um, I don't think Ricky will lose the lead to Medeiros in this workout simply because I think he's going to add a couple points over Medeiros in the swim workout prior to this. Uh, Andre who will smash it. He'll move really well for sure. Uh, Tudor Magda smash it. Cole Sager will smash it. I don't know about Tudor. All right. Uh, and, and any men who don't finish it, the pop-off that, that come to, to the top of your head? In the two-minute window? 
Yeah. Hmm. I mean, this it is absolutely long, horrible for Colton, right? It depends absolutely how long the, the field sprint is. I, d- I mean, it's not great for Colton, but at the same time, it's a 20-pound ball, and it's only 20 reps. And he does a lot of wall balls. I'm not saying he's going to do fantastic because, you know, his anthropometrics are not going to allow that. But he is also not – this isn't something that he's never done before. Um, I also think he's probably pretty good with the 100-pound dumbbell. Colton is. Um, so it will just come down to the sprint and the wall ball for him. He's, he's not going to place top 10 in the event for sure, but I don't think it's going to bury him. Uh, Christy Aramo O'Connell, how is she going to do? Mm, I think she can do well. She moves really well. I really think this comes down to more so than the wall ball. I think it comes down to being able to move the dumbbell very fast and efficiently under fatigue and in a sprint style setting like JR was, was speaking to. And I think it comes down to mechanics and movement efficiency. It's going to be who can move the dumbbell with good mechanics under fatigue um, and quickly. I think Daniel uh, Brandon does really well in this event. Sit, currently sitting in 23rd place, uh, Rebecca Fuselier, uh, does a barrier uh, again. I don't, maybe we'll see. I, I don't, I, I'm, not, I, I'm not ready to say <laughs> Poor that. Rebecca, the, you were about to let her loose. And then the she only, got a no, the only thing I am worried about is I, I see her training a lot and she's always got that elbow sleeve on. Um, yeah. and this is an event where you, you need a stacked elbow. You need solid extension especially with the heavier dumbbell, you have to have good position overhead when you're in the bottom of the squat. And so we'll just have to see. That's why I think Daniel Brandon will do very well. She has amazing overhead positioning. Uh, and <clears throat> these are obviously fun names, two people that we you know, know almost the least about who are uh, superstars in the sport. It's going to be really cool to see what Emma Lawson does. I think she's going to do great at it. She moves so well that I don't think the dumbbell will be the issue. The only question mark I have is her anaerobic ability. Like, can she can she go really fast in a really short time domain? Uh, and uh, and that's a fair question too because I think what we've noticed, even with some of the best CrossFitters in the world, when they come from a background of like dancing or gymnastics, it's almost like their movements are too perfect. There's no and such they, thing. And and they lose seconds. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, you mean? Well, I, I get what you're saying when you when you touch your ass cheeks to the floor and you just have to go hip crease below the knee. I get what you're saying. I don't think that's going to be an issue for her. I think the issue is typically you see a lot of younger athletes have great aerobic capacity and their anaerobic isn't so good. Um, and so I'm just interested to see on her part how that plays out. Uh, Eric Weiss, uh, fantasy CrossFit question, use gi in the dumbbell snatch workout or wait to use them tonight use for the potential. Gi. Without a doubt, use Guy because you have no idea what's coming tonight. And I guarantee you, Guillerme will play his top three in this event. Guaranteed. That's a guarantee. And if I'm wrong, I'll fuck myself <laughs> and win. <laughs> I short. like watching Life Caleb short. smile. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's do it for the women, too. Who would you use in the women? Uh, I'll give you five names. Uh, Tia Toomey, Mal O'Brien, Emma Lawson, Haley Adams. Christy Arama O'Connell, uh, Daniel Brandon, six names. Who, who okay, do you use? Six names. Uh, I'm t- ah, fuck. Either Tia or Danielle. Hey, you want to? Uh, you use Danielle because Tia is going to have. Uh, she's going to have good finishes across the board. The rest. She of has the a day. busy week ahead of her. Yeah, you don't know about Danielle, and Danielle's for sure going to do very well in this event. So I picked Danielle. Uh, how about Miss um, Adams? Um, Miss Haley Adams, uh, 70 pounds. Any, any issues? I don't think she's going to have issues. They do a lot of dumbbell stuff at mayhem, especially the squat snatch. That's a rich likes to do that. So I, I don't foresee that being an issue. I don't think she'll be, I don't necessarily think she's going to win the event or even be top three, but she's not going to be outside of the top 10. I don't believe. All righty. Uh, back to, um, the workout that we have coming up today. Can we take one more look at that? It's where, oh, yeah. uh, we're, this is the event that's going to happen in uh, 32 minutes. It is the swim event. Uh, when we had Adrian on last night, uh, he said this is, and I think we already knew it, but he confirmed this is the workout that everybody is going to do. Hmm. Um, any, any, any chance we'll see scores in any of the other classes? Beat the individuals? Can, beat the individuals. I, absolutely. I think if you've got a master athlete with a swimming background or a teenage athlete with a swimming background, they could for sure destroy some individuals who are not good at swimming. Again, this comes down to and depends on your efficiency and confidence in the water. 
And last night, I know a lot of people were thinking that, oh, this should be under 30 seconds, the 50-yard swim. And um, we talked to Lazar, who is a very confident swimmer, and even he was saying somewhere – Like 30. shit-eating grin confident, yeah, right? Yeah, like you yeah, say but, water, and he, he yeah, just starts smiling. Exactly. And he yeah. said 35 to 40 seconds. And I think the key here is you're not trying to push the 50-yard swim to sub 30 seconds. You don't need to. And – Maybe Guillaume Briant can because he has such an extensive competitive swimming background. I do not have a competitive swimming background. I've just got thousands of hours in the pool, and I just wouldn't try to go that fast. There's there's no real benefit to doing so. And again, five seconds in the pool at max effort versus five seconds slower at maybe 70% is just so not worth it. So I think the best athletes are going to be 35 to 40 seconds on the 50-yard swim. They're going to get out and just almost – almost mosey around on the skier, so to speak. Um, and then you're going to have athletes who have no efficiency in the water and they're going to be all muscle, all lat, all upper body, no hip flexor, no legs. And they're going to get out and they're going to be laboring on the ski and it's going to compound across each round and they'll be lucky to get into seven and eight. Um, so yeah, you have a teenage athlete for sure. Who's got a swimming background. They can destroy this. And then you're going to have athletes in the individual division who, who fuck it up royally because they just have no efficiency. Uh, the, there's a bike erg. I guess there's two. There's the there's the C two, and then there's the uh the the assault echo. Uh, there's a rower, and there's a ski erg. Of those three, are, are, is it the same body type that that performs best on all three of those? Mass moves mass. Um, so. Is there one that's that's sort of that's more equal than the others? Like, the, um, why why would a bigger guy move the skier? Because you're you're using yeah, your body you can weight throw, to come down. You can throw, I I think the machine that requires or depends the least on mass is the bike erg because okay. you're sitting for the most part and you're only putting uh, quad effort into the pedal unless you've got clip ons. Then you can pull with the hamstrings a little bit. But on an echo bike, a rower, and a skier. You have this ability to almost sit over top or throw your body weight into the machine. Skier, especially row, you pull your body weight into the machine. Uh, and the echo bike, you can sit over top. And the assault bike can push your body weight into the machine. Um, so those for sure depend on body weight. The biker, the least. So I think athletes that are long and have a swimming background are going to do fantastic on this event. So Lazar, think Lazar. Uh, think Yami Briant long might be a stretch for him, but he's certainly bigger than some of the five foot five guys. I think Brent will be another really good pick. Yanni and Noah will do well, but I think if you stack them up against the great swimmers, they're just not as long. And so potentially you're just not going to have the ability to do as well as some of the taller guys. I have a follow-up question. I'll get to in just a minute. Uh, uh, if Guy is not top three, Taylor will shave his mustache uh, from Anthony. Uh, then uh, Jan Clark uh, responds, uh, no way Taylor <laughs> shaves that cock dust. Cock. I'd if like you, to examine the physics, uh, the, the biometrics. If you me 100 of- bucks, I'll shave it. <laughs> 200 bucks and you can feel the cock duster. Uh, Matt <laughs> Souza. With your cock. <laughs> right. Uh, Matt Souza, tell us what's going on here. Mr. Souza. Mr. Souza. I think you're muted, brother. I know you're muted. Sorry, guys. I'm right by this exhaust up here. So today I can hardly hear you. But these are uh, male individual athletes just pulled up right now. I think it's more of gathering them, and then they'll uh, escort to the pool, just like we saw with the women. Any rain clouds? No. No, but there are, there are a few clouds in the sky. But nothing too dark. And uh, I didn't see on the weather report any rain, but you know how it is here at Madison. Wow. Um, any any difference in the mood between the um, uh, men and the women? I I usually the men are usually joking around more, but they do look awfully serious this morning. Uh, they do look serious, but in the back, I could see some of them joking. We got Colton right up here in front. He seems in great spirits. Brent and Brent, a couple other guys were kind of jostling him in the back back there, and uh, they seem to be. But they do seem to be very serious. Mood seems to be a little bit a little bit tense this morning. Yeah, Colton gave us a flex. What's up, baby? That's our guy. It's uh, weird. Can, can you ask Colton a question? Uh, yeah. What do you want? Ask what him how want? his body. Ask him how his body feels. Ask him if he's. Ask him how his body feels. Colton, how's your body feel? Not bad. Uh, has he has he seen the next uh, workout after this one? The hat trick. Uh, never mind. Thank you. 
I'm, it's crazy that the skiers are having issues with the water. I left my skier out in the rain one time. And I came home and it was working fine. And it was a fucking downpour. Oh, do you think that's what caused it? Oh, look at Forte. I don't know. That's, that's why I'm interested to see uh, or interested to know what exactly is causing the technical issues with the skier. Because I just have a hard time believing that a little bit of water dripping off your face onto the monitor is causing issues. Right. And they could just put a bag over that, like a little Ziploc bag. You just slide that over the monitor as well. So I, I'm curious. You know, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Hold on. I want to see if we can hear the brief. Can we hear this, Souza? Can you get? Can we? Can we hear your okay. audio? See if you can get as close as you can. No. Can you hear anything? No. Yeah, I don't think so. There. It's there, okay. Keep trying. Keep trying. It's it's worth looking at. Maybe walk around to the back. Okay, the teams do have bags over the monitors. So, guys, that's Curtis Bowler. That's the guy who's also in charge of uh, drug testing. Great guy. Very stoic. Great, Sousa. This is perfect. wonder how many athletes choose to not wear goggles that was brent's question yeah, Brent uh, I, well i think he had he, to wear their particular goggles oh he's got his own okay copy uh i, I want to tell you that that guy right there curtis bowler by the way uh he for a long time i don't know if he still does he has the longest uh owned uh crossfit affiliate in the world um I wow. think like the, the the few before him had dropped off, and I think and I still think he is. He's also probably one of the longest serving on the L one staff. He's a flow master, and he's in charge of all the drug testing for CrossFit. And I fucking only have a thousand nice things to say about the yeah. guy. The guy is he's, amazing. He's seen a lot of dicks. Then is he the one who just? <laughs> no, no, he's not that guy. Okay, <laughs> but he directs people to see a lot of dicks. He facilitates a lot of dick gazing. He facilitates <laughs> dick gazing. <laughs> Oh, how man. do the Is girls he... do it? How the fuck do the girls do it? The, the guy stands in front of you and stares at your penis and watches the, the urine come out of the, the tip of your penis. Does, does someone have to be like this? Yeah, they get that judging so, position. So, One knee on the yeah. ground. They're like, do they? Making sure. Whenever, that... you, whenever the ladies have. So cool. We have to do it here. And I don't personally have to do female drug testing. But when the ladies have to do it, they like sit. And then the lady has to like you're basically staring at. You're like eye to eye in the stall. The liquid unless leaving it's like, the labia. Unless it's like a. Yeah. Hey, I would I would require a splash mask for that job. Hey, you know that those drug testers that watch, you know that like you've seen those splatter like those things like on Discovery Channel where it shows like when you're peeing in a toilet, even some urine shoots like 15 feet away. You know what I mean? Like if your toothbrush was within nine feet of your toilet, you got pee on it. Yeah, they're you know those urine testers have been covered in urine. They're covered. Hundred percent. The drug testing people. Oh, these are these are these are people who finished the workout. Susan? Don't ask them how yeah, hard it was. They're going to yes, say it was impossible. Yeah. This is the uh, teams going back onto the bus now. They've been kind of going back to the bus in uh, sections like this. Hey, if anyone makes good eye contact with you, just pounce on them and start firing questions at Mayhem them. Mayhem illegitimate didn't finish. Punish them if they make. They didn't? No, they didn't even get to the final two rounds. Oh, you called it mayhem illegitimate? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Dude, I'm taking Hiller's side. Oh, my God. You he guys are killing him. me. You guys are killing me. How was the event? It was good, man. Did you guys have any uh, issues with the skiers, or did you know uh, that any issues happened? I saw people skiers were off. Yeah. Like yeah. Turn off not on our heat, but other heats. Do you know how they fixed that by any chance? Uh, they had other monitors like ripped off of the ones in the warm-up area, and then they also brought over a couple of skiers from that area. Yeah. How do they score yeah, it if it's mid-event? How do they score it if it's mid-event? <laughs> they just allowed them to. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Hey, um, ask that. Can you ask that guy I, one more I question? Did he, 
Okay. No, 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 no. I had to move quick. I was athlete control was in the lurking. I had I got to have one eye on them, one eye on my athlete because we got another awesome. uh, group of men showing up here in a minute, and I don't want to get pounced. And then we'll try to catch up with uh, the mayhem teams as they come out as well too. And I'm getting info that they're saying that the issue with the monitors is because of the humidity in the pool area, not necessarily water on the monitor. How uh, yeah, Trish wants to know how she's. Go ahead. Oh wow. How has nobody thought of you guys heard him? Trish wants to see some 15-inch logs. <laughs> uh, Caleb, uh, uh, Caleb, hold that thought. Susa, what were you going to say? <laughs> they they sounded like they just swapped out the monitor itself, not the total skier. So, yeah, it looks like – I don't know if the first rounds had bags over the monitors. You guys had noted that before. So it sounds like that might have been in response to what happened to the monitors beforehand, and he said they just ran over and swapped out the monitor and kept going after the next round. Fantastic. Uh, Caleb, go. How is no process before when you have athletes bringing ski ergs to the pools? Is it just because of like the quantity of ski ergs and people in the facility that's making it that humid? Or is it just like nobody's even, I don't know. I just, I don't understand how the problem now. Well, pool, so many people it, bring. Oh, phones and stuff. Yeah. Right. Like you yeah, have so okay. many electronics that just circulate in the, in the pool area. Why is it that all of a sudden concept two skier having the issue with it? That's great. That might not be the issue. Um, I mean, we've had rowers turn off in the tennis stadium in Carson before and just not work at all. So who knows? Maybe it was a bad batch of monitors. Hold on. Stand by. Uh, Madera's family. Go ahead, Susan. Oh, wow. You're ready for a... Yeah, you guys excited? How's Justin feeling? Did you catch up with him? Yeah. How was the birthday party? Awesome. Yeah, I had a great time. Late night. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Susa, who's who? Is that his sister right there with the coffee cup? Yeah, that's, that's his sister. Yes. And, and who are the other girls? <laughs> yes, and we were super fan of that. And who are you in relation to other? Family sister, okay. Family friend, sister. Oh, that's the girlfriend. Escort security. Oh, wait, there's a girlfriend? The there's Godfather. a Madeira's girlfriend? Oh, no, I'm just talking shit. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, ask <laughs> if there's a, one of them's a girlfriend. Ask him if one's a girlfriend. Hey, dude, you're breaking up so bad. Ah! Fuck. <laughs> 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 ask him if anyone hits that Madeiras, that Justin Madeiras. Ah, uh, the Badissi, the Madeiras. I don't know, but they're cute. I know. One of them should be, so one of them should be with Justin. One of the sisters, uh, they are, maybe. They are hey, that uh, Justin Madaris' sister, uh, if you go to my Instagram, if you can find it, uh, she she was wearing these as um as leg warmers. The only man who could fucking possibly interrupt my podcast when I haven't put my phone number out. Jamal Smith, hi. Vaughn looking dapper as always. Thank you. Taylor. I didn't even put gel in my hi. hair today. Uh, Mr. Clean. Uh as always, and Mr. Beaver, very beaverish. But I had a, I had a, a question for Mr. Taylor. Go. I God, have, you're lucky. I, God, I, you're lucky that um, I, that I used to sleep with your sister Jamal. It's okay. She's legal. Uh, for Vit Nine, I need some help. I have Amanda Barnhart, Ellie Turner, Daniel Brandon, and Sydney Michalishan. Who do I pick to go for Vit Nine? Say the names one more time. Daniel Brandon. He's got Sydney McKillishan, okay. uh, Ellie Turner, Daniel Brandon, and Amanda Barnhart, and I think you choose Daniel Brandon. That's the okay. that's the snatch wall ball one. Yes. Hey yeah. man, those are all pipe hitters for that, and you know who could pull a miracle there, even though she's down at the bottom, is Michalishan. I don't know. Snack, got a, she's a she's a shitty runner. They got a field sprint. Danielle right, can sprint. True, she's true. got an overhead squat with the pick. Danielle. <laughs> uh, Ty, uh, we'll give you one more, Jamal, because you're such a good dude. Uh, Tyler Watkins, he's got Danielle Brandon, Sydney Michalishan, Ellie Turner, and Amanda Barnhart for this three rounds of snatching wall balls in the sprint. Who should you yeah, I, DB for sure? Unless unless you've burned up all your plays on DB, and then yeah, I would well, that would be my that would be my last play with Danielle Brandon. Yeah, and I have one more play with uh, Amanda Barnhart too. I was kind of thinking about her. Push, do as Danielle. Well. Danielle for sure. 
Yeah, Danielle. I think yeah. Amanda's probably got another better event that will probably yeah. come up. So, yep. yeah. Well, Jamal, I, it, I it sounds like the win. conventional wisdom is is if you ever have a chance to do uh, uh, do Danielle, do Danielle. Man, is this I will is this do it with cheating? Pride and I'll I'll hold my Colt Mertens cards while I do it. Awesome. All right, if brother. Get, thanks for calling. If you get Same. advice from the owner of the company, is that is that cheating? That's a weird. That's a weird <laughs> visual. <laughs> no, it's not cheating. No, it's not cheating at all. It's <laughs> it's using all of your uh, resources and pool that you have. Fair enough. I forgot to put all my fucking picks into this point. So no shit. Somebody <laughs> cheat. I'm glad to help somebody cheat. I was going to get my ass fucking pounded anyways, dude, with Emily Rolf having a whatever. Yeah. Blood clot. clot. Susan, was that Kevin? uh, Was that Kevin Ogar from the adaptive? uh, The guy who runs the adaptive class? Yeah, it was. I wasn't sure how much you guys caught with that on my end. Everything was super (laughs) lag and droppy. Were you guys able to hear anything I was saying to the Madeiras family or anything? Uh, No, kind of. But go ahead and recap it for us while Tyler Watkins unfucks his signal. Go ahead and recap it. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. What are they, they, what, did any, anything there? They're, those that's the fan club. A couple sisters, a couple girls who want to date them, and they're there to cheer them on. Oh man! Yeah, fuck this off. Is bad. Okay. Uh, Tyler Watkins, I'm mute. I'm muting you, Susie. Your picture's good. What's up, Tyler? Good morning. Any thoughts on uh, anything you want to share? If not, I got a question for you. Shoot the question, and I'll come uh, up with thoughts. How bad? Uh, how bad uh, is this workout for Colton Mertens? I think it's just horrible. Like I think that like, nine or the swim, the swim. No, no, sorry, sorry. The uh, the snatch wall ball. I think if I want to make something absolutely horrible for him, I make that. Taylor doesn't think it's that bad. It's not that bad. He's really good at wall ball. Like for someone his size, is good at wall balls. The snatch, he's going to have a good turnover speed. He's just not going to be able to run as fast as everybody else. So yeah, it's. It, I mean. I don't think it's his worst event. The, the swim is going to be way worse. Um, it, what could they have done to help? Um, if they would have made the ball heavier, would that have helped Colton? Or if they would have made it more reps, would that have helped Colton? No, it's just no. It's just, it's just like it just is what it is for him. I, that's what I feel. You mean in this workout, what would have helped for Colton Merkin in the, in the dumbbell workout? I think yeah. the only thing that helps him is more dumbbell snatches. Yeah, he's, okay. he's good. Yes. At him. He's great at yeah. him, but I. More wall walls, more sprint. That doesn't help. That hurts. More dumbbell helps. So basically, try to send the dumbbells in where it's uh, some of that uh, guys. Uh, it it stops them. They have to take a, a break. Yeah. Well, yeah. you think range of motion, and he's also such a great squatter, right? Do uh, you think anyone gets buried, um, t- uh, Tyler? When you heard that, and you saw it was a hundred pound dumbbell and seventy pound dumbbell, did you go, "Ooh, Rebecca Fusilier, that's going to be tough. She's going to get buried." Yeah, you're going to see some of these smaller girls, um, Fuliano, some of the girls in the lower the lower tiers of the. But I think all the all the big girls will handle it. Like all the girls in the first or the top heat will handle it. It won't be an issue. Um, you know, I know a lot of girls who aren't that good that can throw around a seventy. How about Fikowski? What do you What do you mean? In the wall ball event, it's a it's a long. I mean, he's going to do great in the sprint. He's going to do great in the wall ball. But what about this dumbbell? It's that's a lot of fucking travel for him. It's it is a lot of travel for him. But he is amazing at workouts like this. He's he's methodical. Yeah, yeah. I think he'll do well. He'll so like a lot of guys are going to like struggle. They'll over they'll over tense up on that dumbbell, and he won't. He's practiced it. He knows how to relax. And he'll save himself a lot. He won't gas it there, but he will definitely he'll mitigate as much pain as possible. I think there. Uh, Sevon, can you handle a seventy pound dumbbell? Uh, man, you can carry it with two hands. Man, back in the day, I used to be a dumbbell snatch machine, but I don't know anymore. I'll 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 I'll, I'll order a seventy pound today and, and make a, and see if I can. I'm not sure. I saw Heber do it. Would really inspire me. I saw Heber do a. a a snatch workout the other day on his Instagram that was with a 70 pound dumbbell. That was crazy. I think he did 30 in a row. So I went and did 30 in a row with my 50, but fuck, it was hard. (laughs) Uh, Jamal Smith is Jason a good enough swimmer to play swimmer. He swims a lot. Jamal's working. Jamal's working the fucking game. The Tyler Watkins fitness, fitness fantasy game. I'm going to just pay you to name the company. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, Hopper, now you have to know before Taylor speaks on this, he's biased as a motherfucker. That, that mustache of his has touched more Jason Hopper cock than, than we can talk about. 
Well, fuck you. I was going to give my unbiased opinion, but now you kind of just put me in a box. Yeah, Taylor, you're, a better, you work, you're all dude. boxed up. You're a better swimmer, right? Than Jason? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is going to be tough for him. It yeah. is. It's going to be a tough event. Just the ski's good for him. It's not. I don't. It's not a ski workout. I, we'll see. I, I, this, these are the two things I worry about. He's gotten a lot better at swimming, but you have to be comfortable in the water when you're really out of breath, and you have to be efficient. And those are things that most of the field does not have in this context. Right. Anyone can be comfortable in a lake backstroking at a fucking hour fifty yard pace, slow as fuck, <laughs> for eight hundred meters. You just have to float. And get Susan, to the and get to the finish line. Give me one second. Give me one second, Taylor. Susan, go inside, dude. Go inside. I think we got. Uh, I think we go inside. You the man. You killed it. I I don't know if we have one more. You guys showing up? Can you guys see on the broadcast? Are they there? They didn't look like all the men from that first time. Because because <laughs> it's going to start in ten minutes, and I want to see if we can see if you can um, stream from inside. Unless, <laughs> unless you I think do. it's going to get you kicked out. Okay. Someone asked. Ginger Ninja. <laughs> I would beat uh, everyone in the swim event. Uh, 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 Elise Carr, Seven for four ninety nine. Sevon, Sevon Sevon can handle your mom, and that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I have to watch Guillaume Briant. That's the only person I'm unsure about being that's, in the event. Brian but, but at the same time, but at the same time, I know I'm one of the best skiers as yeah. well. So it, it comes down to can you make it into the seventh and eighth round? And at that point, the swim is not as important. It's how hard can you pull on the ski. Brian and I were going back and forth about that. He said he almost picked Guillaume Briant for that. And he didn't? No. He, oh, uh, let's see, choice. who did he pick? Look at this dude's picture, dude. Butch Carpenter. Hey, dude, you need to put a the in there. Butch the Carpenter. My ball sack is like a natural pull buoy. I don't even have to use my legs. <laughs> I just tuck it in between my legs and it holds my hips up above the water. Like you can just, hey, he can just arch his, he can just lay like this. He can just arch his back a little bit and eat a sandwich in the pool and he stays afloat. But use I both hands, no kicking. Brian's got Lazar and Lucy Campbell on this, by the way. Uh, Taylor, they call him Taylor the Otter Self. He just rolls on his back and <laughs> just can fucking just use his fucking that's a chest as a fucking right here. Oh my goodness, the Butch Carpenter. Oh, and I was thinking Butch. I was thinking the uh, the Butch Carpenter. That's good too. Let me see that guy's picture again. He probably doesn't like the Butch, but definitely <laughs> Butch the Carpenter. And I think you need like to be holding like a um, machete butch. or something. Man, butch, you are fucking I met butch quite last, the specimen. He's a you, that, really you saw this yeah. guy in person. We sit we sit next to each other in the Coliseum. He's a good dude. He's a beautiful man. Yeah, he look well. He looks part beautiful man, part fucking serial killer. Like in the woods, like don't stumble upon his cabin. Yeah, fuck. He's buddies with he, Brian. He eats nose to tail. Look at that guy. Fucking a. That's a fucking real man. Whew. Uh, Eric, why is dollar ninety nine Butch and Trish? <laughs> they sure do. Holy shit! But Butch is gonna have a lot of Butch on his hands because Butch Trish is gonna actually eat Trish. Trish. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, okay. Uh, were you saying something about the ski, Eric? Sorry, <laughs> Butch. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Lazar and Lazar and Lou. Are Taylor Taylor's balls or Koski's Badusi fast? <laughs> this is getting completely <laughs> out of hand. <laughs> Okay, uh, we are uh, eight minutes away. I'd like to see before we check out if we can get just one shot uh, with Souza from inside the venue. I don't know what the uh, legality is of that. Uh, Heidi, are you? I see Heidi in the comments. Is Heidi in the venue also? Oh, he might not even. Oh, did we get a meet? Does, Heidi might not have a media pass. She might not be able to squeeze in. She there. I don't think she does. Okay. They were being real stingy about even people with media passes. Like, if you don't have a camera, I don't think you're getting in. Well, seriously, that's the uh, is is the iPhone good enough? Yeah, like they were like basically during the media the the press meeting, they were like, we're gonna have to cycle everybody through. Um, if we don't like, if you don't, basically, they were like, we're gonna prioritize everyone with a camera. We're gonna try to get as many shots as possible. If you don't, if you don't have a camera, you're probably not gonna get in. Um, sorry. Okay. But does an iPhone count as a camera? I, I don't think so. Maybe. Who knows? 
It's crazy. It should. I mean, we're we're running the show with uh, yours and Heidi's and uh, Sousa's and Hiller's iPhones. Right. Where are you? Are you in the hotel? I'm in a hotel. I just got done working out, and uh, we're gonna head to the venue after this. Um, what is what is the? Uh, do we know any other? We know after this one, the workout's called uh, the Hat Trick. It's a snatch, uh, wall ball, three rounds. Do we know any other workouts coming up? Isn't there supposed no. to be a heavy lift tonight? A heavy lift, yeah. And we yeah. and and I think Jr's right. I think it's a little misleading to say it's a heavy lift, just in the fact that we shouldn't jump to conclusions that it's going to be anything traditional. Any chance yeah. we ever see an IM swim event or something requiring more than just freestyle? What's IM mean? Ted Dickerson. What's I am, Taylor? No, no idea. Individual medley. I, I, individual, okay, individual wow. medley. I doubt. And what's that mean, Caleb? So freestyle, butterfly, breaststroke, all in one race. So okay, so let me see. Right. Okay. I mean, may, depending that, on the. I say no, but then no. we see the crossover double under. So it's hard to assume that in yeah. years they wouldn't progress the swim to that. So Caleb, so they would be like a medley would be like you do twenty five meter or fifty meters of freestyle, fifty meters of backstroke, fifty meters of breast, fifty okay. meters of what's the dolphin one? Kick one, the butterfly. Uh, butterfly. It butterfly. Would change, it would change everything, and it would make athletes. It would re, it would be reminiscent to the softball throw. Oh, dude! <laughs> it would be terrible. Could you imagine? People would be straight up drowning. A butterfly. People would be drowning. Like no shit, they would be drowning. <laughs> <laughs> it's the athletes yeah. can barely do freestyle. She's right. <laughs> Literally, we're at least so fifteen right. years out of it. Like barely doing breaststroke just to save themselves. I love so. it. We love the athletes until we don't, <laughs> and we just fucking rip them. Uh, um, I'm gonna hop off here in a second. Uh, let's do a recap of the leaderboard, the fantasy leaderboard later tonight. Okay, uh, <sighs> you you know when we're gonna have time maybe to do a quick version of that is yeah. Uh, at, maybe at three fifteen, I'll do that. Okay. Do that. So okay. So okay. Thank you. Um. So everyone also, knows today at three fifteen, um, uh, Central Time. You are if if you have a seven podcast or even if you're not, if you like the podcast, even if you hate the podcast, fuck it. You <laughs> want to go meet in between the beer garden and the mock affiliate that they have set up. You really want to do that. That's going to be really fun. Uh, We have a surprise for you guys. Basically, go there, wear your shirt. We're going to take a big, massive picture so we can post it to our Instagram. It's going to be live on the podcast. Um, It's at 3.15. It's after uh, the individual event that goes from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. Then we'll go live on the show at 3.15. Hiller will be there. Susan will be there. Heidi will be there. A bunch of people will be there. Tyler will be there. And then uh, we'll take a big, huge group picture, and then we'll cruise over into the beer garden and tear shit up a little bit. And Taylor, uh, go do um go do the Echo Press. I'm out of here. Echo okay, press. thank you, brother. Bye. Looks like Susie's got another busload of dudes. Oh yeah, he's he did get another busload of dudes. Oh, I see Angelo in the back there. Noah. That guy right there in the back that you just saw, whoever that guy, he he works on the game scene. I saw him at Greg's house a couple weeks ago. He was an, I'm trying to remember his name. He was an affiliate owner of CrossFit. Uh, was it called CrossFit Germany? CrossFit. Uh, him and his him and his wife are cool shit. They were affiliate owners in Germany. Now they live in the United States. Now he works on the games team. I think he's a flow master. But when Greg was doing like, the broken science talk, he, he was there. Sorry, go ahead, Caleb. It looks like the ladies are about to start. All right, cool. Uh, guys, thank you for coming on. We will be back at uh, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard. No, can that be? <clears throat> something's not right with my schedule. I'm going to have to fix starting. I'm going to have to fix the schedule. I will talk to you guys soon. Uh, we uh, check YouTube to get the uh, proper schedule. It's, it's probably in a couple hours.